Today I'm going to be meditating on 1 John 5, 14 and 15. And this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we already possess what we asked of him. Okay, so that's a tremendous promise that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have obtained or other translations say we already possess what we asked of him. So the, the, the hang up, I think, is on this part of according to his will. So what is God's will? His will is his word. So if we can find a scripture that backs up what it is that we are asking for, then we can have confidence that we are praying according to his will. And if we are praying according to his will, we know that we already possess what we ask for. So this now sounds like what Jesus said in Mark 11, 23 and 24. So this was the story of him cursing the fig tree. And so there's two different versions of this story. Um, there's in Mark and in Matthew, um, there's actually, actually it shows up in Luke too, but in in some of them, it shows that the fig tree withered immediately. In others, it looks like it waited a little while and then it showed up the next day. And Peter points it out when he sees, look, master, the tree that you cursed has withered. And that's when Jesus says, have faith in God. And then he says this, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So that is his prerequisite. If you are asking for it and you you believe that you received it before you see it manifest, but you're believing it because you're asking according to God's will. So if you're asking according to his, to God's will, in other words, if you find that scripture and you pray the scripture, if God's word, if God said it, he meant for you to have that thing. So that is an enormous, tremendous promise. And Jesus also said, again, so this is the same, same context in Matthew 20, 21, 21 and 22. I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe you will receive whatever you ask in prayer. Okay, so that if you believe is the biggest piece of that. So we're also told in James, let me see if I can find this one, um, so that we have to believe and not doubt. So James 1, 6 and 7 says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of, a sea, of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So this is the the, the principle that we have to have that confidence that we are praying according to the will of God. If we start asking for whatever we want and there's no scripture to, to base it on, then our own hearts are going to end up condemning us. Essentially, it's gonna our, our hearts are going to say, I don't know if this is actually going to happen or not because I don't know if this is actually God's will. But that's, that's the key. That's the power of finding the scripture that promises you the thing that you are praying for so that you can have that utter confidence. Okay, and then what happens when we pray for those things and we don't immediately see it? So there is a spiritual warfare that's going on as part of this. Paul says in Ephesians, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So I'm going to skip down here. So... Um, he says, okay, stand, okay, um, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be, may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, stand. So 
that's what you do. When you don't see the manifestation happen immediately, when you have done all, stand, stand therefore. Stand firm then. With the, and then he goes into the, all of the actual armor. The last piece of this armor, the only offensive weapon, is the spirit, which is the word. So just like when Jesus was tempted in the, in the uh, wilderness by Satan, his weapon against Satan was the word. He always responded, it is written because that is all he needed. It is. It was the sword of his mouth, the word of God. We have exactly that same sword. And that is what we use in order to defeat the power of the enemy. It's not our words. It's his words. His words are the ones that have the power to hold everything together. So one more time, I'm going to go back to that original verse. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. And this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we already possess what we asked of him okay so i hope that helped you thanks for joining me and i'll see you next week this this is my skyship dreamer my cargo is stories and our destination dreams With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.